Welcome back to Star Realms Minicast. Paul Solomon here. And on this episode today, we're not going to have a question of the day. We're just going to hear from uh, Dealzor and I. We put a little segment together playing the card ranking game. A couple of matchups, deciding who's better. If you want to call in and let us know what we got wrong, please do. Stay tuned for more. Deal Zor. Yo, what's up? Welcome back to the minicast, my brother. Thank you, thank you. It's always a pleasure. How's the realms been treating you lately? Um uh hit or miss. Uh we're we're doing the um the uh, core set with the gambits and yeah. uh, I think I've been uh experimenting a bit too much with the gambits, so uh hey. I'm stuck at I'm stuck at nine, but I'm still enjoying it. <clears throat> That's cool. By the way, before uh yeah. we get any further, I w- want to apologize ahead of time if you hear baby squeaking in the background. I have a child in the room with me. Parenthood is a natural part of the realms. It's okay. Yeah. I know. Uh yeah, we have the uh Star Realms pre tonight. Exciting yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, I've been uh I've been gearing up for it and uh those gambits really uh really changed things up and um yeah. I was in the beginning, when I first started playing with them, I saved them till the end right. to use for massive, like for big turnarounds. Yeah. And then uh, my more recent plays, maybe the last like 15 or 20 plays, uh, I tried to use them in the beginning when, when they were, you know, made sense, like for yep. an extra card draw in my first hand to be able to buy four, three instead of four, or buy two cards instead of one. Yep. Um, I, I think I've, it may. I think it's better. Personally, I think I've seen better results if I've waited to use them later on. Really? Um, okay. But also, it may be. Uh, it may be because the times when I bought early have been more focused on getting um, uh, bot, bot mech cards to to scrap stuff, and I, I'm maybe yeah. just doing bad yeah. things. I don't know. In my case, I'm like a ninety-five percent first deck. I use them both. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's just the way I play it, I guess. Um, yeah. Like, Sorry. Like, um, acceptable losses. I will kill that in my first deck almost every single time. I'll pass up buying cards that are good just to have less cards. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I've done that. I've, I've, uh, I've, I've scrapped my hand, basically, down to one card. Which, is that the one that you can scrap two cards from your hand? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, totally did that, and and I'm fine with doing that. Um, the one that I seem to be really tripping on, or, or trying trying to find a way around, is the I don't remember the name of it, but it uh, you choose a faction and it reduces the cost of all factions. That that the gray yeah. market. And um, I've done that, and I've done it with uh, to buy blob cards. Um, yeah, the blob fighter, and uh, I think it was two blob fighters actually. Yeah, they're just free. yeah, and that's great. Um, but all the games ended up being really close. Uh, but I always find myself like either going too heavy into economy, or, or and my opponent is just able to buy the big stuff before me, and I have or, or like yeah. my economy is not coming through the way I want it to, or trying to go super rush, and then they just end up getting way too many. They end up thinning their deck out way too quickly, and then I I end up you know up and high and high and dry, not high and dry, screwed. I hear you. I hear you. Well, you know what? We're all rooting for you tonight. Oh, well, Star thank you. Free. We'll be watching on the Twitch stream and watching the bracket. So excited. Go get oh, it. yeah, I will. I'll be there. Night.
you are on the program here for a little card ranking, and we have both picked some uh, comparisons to shout out and see what we think of. I'm going to start on this okay. one. Um, I tried to pick a couple of uh, a couple of underdog matches. You'll see what I mean here. Okay. <laughs> little deals having a good time. Yeah, he's going. He's going ham. All right, so the, the first one here, we've talked about maybe before, and it was on the show yesterday, and that is Ark versus Brain World. And we're not even going to discuss this one much because um, I think Ark wins in almost every circumstance. But you, I'm so <laughs> sorry, here. Okay. You get the sense for the way in which uh, the cheaper card may actually be the better card. Um, so so here, here's my first comparison. This is going to be Federal Transport versus Embassy Yacht. Ooh. Okay. Federal Transport, I'll go over the stats here. Two cost, Federation uh, ship. It gives you one buck and five authority, and it allies with blue to give you an extra two bucks. Then we have the Embassy Yacht, which is a three cost ship. Gives you three authority and two bucks. And if you have two bases in play, you draw two yeah. cards. <clears throat> I really like that. So who wins here? I, uh, I would... A comparison for Yacht. Um, I like Yacht. Um, even without the bonus two cards, I think Yacht is a... It can be a solid buy because you're getting... Um, you're getting the uh, Econ and the... Uh, the uh, health boost from it. But uh, yeah. it, it's a tough call for me right now. What, what do you think? Well, I picked this one, as I said, because I think these are matches in which the underdog stands a real chance. For me, honestly, I know Matt Newberg is a big fan of the Embassy Yacht. I don't love it that much because it's just hard for me to click off. Mm-hmm. I mean, two bucks in an early deck is good. Three authorities, okay. It feels a lot weaker than the four you get on a uh, cutter. But definitely for me, five authority on um, Federal Transport wins the day. And... That card to me is crazy. I'm going to go over some math here in just a second. But let me just say, when I get Federal Transport, first thing I want to do is put another blue in there. Because if I can get three bucks and five authority off it, it's like incredible. Yeah. So if I can put a security craft and a Federal Transport in the deck, like I'm not going to buy anything else for a minute. I'm just going to sit and see if I can get those to click. Because yeah. it's about a 45, 50% chance that they're going to hit. And if they do, then it's like six bucks from those two cards alone, plus another eight authority and four attack or something. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that uh that that five authority is huge. Huge. It is so real here big. Was, here's some math that uh Sam Hall did when he was on the Mega Holland show. He went over some stats on here. And he said compare um compare federal transport to something like a I don't know, a dreadnought. And he said dreadnought you're not gonna be able to buy it really unless you're using gambits or events or whatever. Until like your third deck. And then mm. you're going to see it. Let's say you see it twice. Then it does mm. 7 damage the first time. And it does four, or it does 12 damage the second time. So buying a Dreadnought gets you, over the course of the game, 19 authority difference. But if you buy a Federal Transport into your first deck and see it four times, it gives you 20 authority. Mm-hmm. That's... So it just immediately neutralizes a bomb. That is huge. That's crazy. <laughs> I, you know, I, I think Federal Transport, I'm going to agree with you on this one, that it is the better buy. Um, the, the promise of drawing two cards is nice with the yacht, but 
you have to have the bases out there. And all you need with federal exactly. transport is uh, another federation card to come out and to play with you. Um, exactly. The yacht is definitely flashier, but I think that uh, flashiness in this case isn't doing much for it because that, that five – I mean, one one economy and five better or five um, authority are huge, and then the option to possibly get an additional two econ. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. agree with you on that. Yeah, and the uh, the embassy yacht's like a late game finisher that does awesome things when you've got base walls out. Yeah. In a way that federal transport is not, but federal transport just keeps your keeps your deck alive until it can do some awesome, awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's All right. See. What do you, you want? I was looking up the. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna ask. I can't. What is that uh, coming up? What the heck? Well, why don't you go on to your so next? Sorry. Uh, yeah, it's your next comparison, and we'll we'll look up the the numbers afterwards. Yeah. Okay. So um, I've got um, I was trying to find some um, I was really trying to find some comparisons that were crunchy. I don't know if I've got good ones here. But let's talk about okay. them. Uh, the the first set I have here are two bases, um, and they have a huge price difference. Um, okay. The first one is Fleet HQ, cost eight. It's a Star Empire yep. base. Uh, it yep. has it's um, eight toughness. Is that what we call it? I think it's called shield um, durability or defense. <laughs> eight defense. defense. Yeah, that works. Um, and it's really simple ability. It says all of your ships get one combat. It's pretty good. Yep. Um, I'm comparing that to um, the command center, which costs four. Uh, yep. It has a four defense. It's an outpost. It gives you two by, and then it also says whenever you play a Star Empire ship, gain two combat. Yeah. Um, nice. Sort of the baby fleet HQ there. Yeah, it's it's kind of the uh, the smaller version of it. Not as powerful when it comes to because the fleet HQ gives it the, the uh, one combat to everything. Whereas yeah. the command center does it ju- does it just for star realms or star empire ships? Well, let me say the first thing here, which is that I don't think because you're right, there's a huge price difference. Yeah. Uh, Fleet HQ costs twice as much. I don't think that Fleet HQ is twice as good. No, I, I agree with that. Just objectively, on a rough, you know, we can't really compare them that way, but just that's the first thing that comes mm-hmm. to my mind. Uh, this is super easy. Again, the underdog wins here. For several reasons, I definitely take Command Center, not just because it's easier to get and use, um, <clears throat> but, you know, it's one of those things that goes into your first deck and gives you four butt and two money. Mm-hmm. The, all the attack and stuff, you're not necessarily going to get a lot, but it's just a good one to put in, like a barter world, like, uh, I'm not sure what another good example is, but just the money, just to have the money on a base is nice. Mm, or the, uh, what is the, a trading, trading, trading post? Trading post. Yeah. It could be like a trading post, a little better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think yep. that's a big deal. And and also it's, it's an outpost on the start. Um, the only thing that I could see HQ coming out on top is if you're able to get it early, which is highly unlikely because it costs so much. Like you probably wouldn't get it until right. you're third deck maybe if you if you get really if you get really lucky um that eight defense definitely makes it hard to kill too but you're more likely to get it in the later games where people are going to be you're going to have higher combat values each round each turn and it's going to get knocked out so i think command center is my choice as well um excellent command center is coming in at 110 and uh, Fleet HQ is at 96. 
so they're close, but uh, we are on the uh, wrong side of this. Wow. You know, I, I wonder how much of that is simply, um, well, maybe it's not true. I was going to say, I feel like the vanilla cards have a little longer on the side. Yeah. So maybe they get ranked higher. There's definitely some, really um, sure. some of the stats. I think the stats are, are skewed in some, in some of these cases where you've got like the older cards probably have more information behind them. I also think yeah. some of the comparisons, when you're comparing gambits, I, I don't want to compare a gambit to a ship. I have no yeah. desire to do that, but right, exactly. Whatever you know. It's... Yeah, I'll also tell you because I'm right now. Federal transport is not in the card ranking game. I don't know why. What is not? Federal transport. It's really? a year two promo. Huh. Not there. So those have not been added just yet. That's fine. All right. Well, let me move on to my second. Uh, if I can remember what it was. Yes. Okay. We're talking about a cost five and a cost six green ship here. This is going to be Parasite against Blob Carrier. Parasite Ooh. coming in the Colony Wars um, gives you a choice when you play it. Either take six attack or acquire a base or a ship of cost six or less. Doesn't even go on top of your deck. Just get it for six. Take it. Put it in your discard. Mm-hmm. And then it has an ally ability to draw. Compare that to Blob Carrier which costs six, play that ship. It gives you guaranteed seven attack. And the ally ability is take any ship and put it on top of your deck. But it doesn't have any ally to draw. Yeah. Um, I, like, I like both of these cards a lot. Um, Parasite, you know, I oftentimes think it's putting the card on top of my deck and I set myself up to put that card on top of my deck and then draw it. And then I realize it goes into my discard. Um, ah. But that aside... Um, I personally like the the fact that you can set up with blob carry is great, but I like parasite more because that option between the the six attack the six combat or the acquiring a six cost card being able to choose that is awesome. Yeah, that that versatility yep. makes this card so much better than blob carrier to me. Even though that card is going into my discard, and then you have the option to ally into drawing a card. I. I pretty easy for me because this is just way more versatile yeah i agree i think versatility is the probably the most important aspect of building a star realms deck is knowing that you can spin it different ways as the game develops or as a hand develops um that's hugely important and i will say that the faction for a draw is really 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 huge on parasite because you can put it in those late decks where you're going to be clicking off greens and it's just going to come through for six for free it's really huge. Whereas Blob Carrier comes in and does seven and a top deck something, which isn't necessarily going to get you a finishing blow. Right. Um, so my pick's Parasite. I'm going to check the site here. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Blob Carrier comes in at 22, Parasite at 17. So these are some top notch. Yeah, that is, Parasite has that is pretty, pretty cool, too, that they are up there in the top 20. That's, uh, they sure are. Those are some big cards. <clears throat> yep, yep. All right. You got one more? Yeah, I've got one more. And actually, this one. Um, I wanted to try something out here. Um, I want to do a three-way comparison here and see what we think okay. about this. Um, yeah. So this is – I've got a few different cards here um, that I've uh, tried to uh, really get together and see if I, I have the images here. This is it. Yeah, here we go. So we're looking at um, Solar Skiff. One cost uh, gives you two econ, and if you ally into Federation, you can draw a card. 
Yep. We got Corvette. This is a Star Realm, Star Empire, uh, two cost. It gives you one combat. You draw a card, and you can ally with uh, Star Empire into a uh, two combat. Yep. Or, and this is where it really mixes it up, uh, Unity Fighter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a one cost um, blob mech mechanic, mechanic machine um, faction card. Sorry. <laughs> machine cult. Machine yeah. cult. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. like reading a very low resonant image. You're going with the ascension tr- terminology as well. Oh gosh, yeah, don't, yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm struggling. Uh, th- it gives you three combat, and you can scrap a card in the trade row, and then you can scrap this card. Uh, if you scrap Unity Fighter, you may scrap a card in your hand or discard pile. All right, sweet. So we got three cost one ships. We got a blue, we got a yellow, and we got a Christmas card. <laughs> I am gonna go. Let's see. It's kind of an interesting comparison. They're all ones. It's about as far as the, well, the Corvette's goes. two. We almost had like a draw. Oh, the Corvette's two. Good point. Uh-huh. Good point. Uh, okay. So uh, I'll tell you which one I buy the most. Yeah. Is, uh, well, I, I, tend, I buy Corvettes just because you end up buying them at certain points mm-hmm. in the game. It's not an issue. But the ones that I actually choose to buy the most is probably the Unity Fighter. Yeah. Because, and it's, and it's just a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I buy a hero. It comes out, it scraps the row, maybe it factions, and then it's gone, and so is a buddy. Sort of a kamikaze scrapper. Um, I don't know. This is a really hard comparison. I will tell you that Solar Skiff, when you put a bunch of Solar Skiffs in your deck, along with oh, yeah. uh, trade rafts and federal transports and just all those blues that draw and do good stuff, it's like it's just free time. It's just free money floating your way every yeah, time. Yeah, it, it is. That, that's why... Uh... I put these together because they, they all give you the option to draw. Well, the two of them give you the option to draw, but the other one gives you an option to scrap. And drawing right. and scrapping, um, they're, they're pretty they, – they, they, uh, they, they work differently, but in the end, yeah, they, they, they have the same effect on your deck. Um, and I'm really trying to figure out which one is better in this case. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to have to go with the fighter as well. Um, the thing about the Unity Fighter is it's it's not as, you know, the the Solar Skip is really situational. It's good in a blue deck, mm-hmm. and most of the time you don't. So yeah. I would say that's probably the worst of the three. Corvette, you're going to get a lot, but it's not going to do a lot. Yeah. It just has the guaranteed draw. Uh-huh. Unity Fighter, you're going to go after most of the time because it's situation independent. You can buy it, mm-hmm. you know, one time, two times. If your deck is at nine... You can buy it to be that tenth card, and then scrap two cards in your next deck. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also didn't. It's, cons- it's definitely yeah. my. Favorite. And they also didn't consider with that when coming up with that comparison that it does not have an alliance abilities, so True. that makes it uh, a yeah, no that makes it uh, just way more way more reliable to get the full back value out of it. So here I've got a uh, Solar Skiff is at one forty six, Corvette is okay. at one twenty, and Fighter is yep. at one hundred. Unity Fighter. We win again. Yeah. We win and those again, are kind deal. of a tight pack. Um, obviously, yeah. they are spread out, but I, there's a difference of 20 mostly between all of them. So, yep. not bad. Yeah. All right. Good ones here. Thanks for the chat, deal. We'll do it again sometime, yes. and we'll be looking forward to your success tonight. Ooh, can't wait. Star Realms Pre. Going to win. All right, buddy. Bye. Take care. All right. That's going to do it for this episode. My thanks to Ryan Deal for coming on and uh, comparing with me. Hey, listener, if you've ever got a good matchup, email it to me. Write me a message on Facebook. Call into the show. Let's have it and we'll all consider it. I'll see you next time. And until then, I'll see you on the realms.